the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. going on anyone and everyone who might happen to be alive at this particular point in time big shout out to those listening in the spirit world i miss you all huge howdy to the high holy three and triple j i love you hey i was gonna say how about last night but i'll get to all that big show today man ed martin's coming in on the conservative side we got uh, Mark Kaysen coming in on the liberal side. And then we got Super Soul Sister coming in on the I don't give a rat's rear end side. It's going to be a magnificent show. Serious business. Magnificent show. We'll be up with uh, Mark Kaysen in just a, a, a moment here. But last night, you know, tag on it. Let Thank me you, also Vice say, Pence, the American Pence, people deserve, you know, Susan, Vice the American Pence, people deserve to know. Vice President Pence, I did not, excuse me, Susan, I did not create the rules for tonight. Joe Biden. You, your campaigns come, agreed to the rules for tonight's I, debate with I, the Commission on Presidential Debates. I'm here to enforce them. I'll tell you what, that lady who's running this thing, she's a, not, not total, but a slight badass. I kind of dug her in a weird sort of way. Hey, these two guys last night, daggone it. And then they got the virtual debate uh, announcement. Uh, we got some breaking news we want to bring you right now. The Commission on Presidential Debates just announcing that the next debate is going to be virtual. It's going to be in the form of a town hall meeting, and the candidates will participate from separate remote locations scheduled for October 15th. So, you know, we've talked about the, the idea of a mute button before. Uh, a mute button, uh, maybe, we, we've had problems, you know, just uh, crisscrossing yeah. this way. Yeah. I, I can't imagine but we do what it. that's going to be like to remotely. But We managed to do it. Hopefully they won't have a delay, God, I, that, that, that we deal with. But we managed, uh, we managed to do it uh, every day. Becky, are you going to be just, uh, there in between those two? That might help. Uh, that might help, too, if you're, if you're <laughs> no, like, look, exactly. It's just, it, I, my question would be, have both campaigns already signed off on this? Because obviously yeah. the campaigns have to agree to what what happens with the debate laws that, that get handed down, too. But you almost wonder if there's a need for a much different sort of debate style. If, if you want the questions answered, if you want to make sure people keep to the time cues, I don't know how you do that or really yeah. keep control of any of this stuff. Or if you just I, say, I forget it, let's just have an honest conversation and, and do it that way. But it, it, it does feel like these debates have gotten older and clunkier and, and, and don't necessarily fit with what viewers want at this point, with what voters want to see. Ain't no honest conversation happening with these jamokes. But don't get me going. Oh, this just in. 
Trump says he will not participate in a virtual debate after they put that out there. So we'll see how that whole thing plays. I think it's next Thursday that the second of the three presidential debates is supposed to happen. And then there's Pence's fly. All right. So here's that news. The biggest buzz coming out of the vice presidential debate Wednesday night came when a fly landed on Vice President Mike Pence's head. The fly and hashtag Flygate quickly started trending as a flurry of tweets poured onto Twitter. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden trolled Pence, tweeting, pitch in $5 to help this campaign fly. And by selling a truth over flies, flies water. As for the fly, after just over two minutes, it had heard enough. And even the pundits agree that the fly may have been the most interesting part of the evening. Well, there were times during the debate that I thought that the most effective uh, being on that stage to go after Vice President Pence was that fly that landed on his head. And, uh, Arguably and, one and, of the most interesting and things sat to there for in 10 the minutes. Let's dance to it. Baby, that's where you dance at. Ah, I tell you, remember, people would be doing the fly back in that day. That's some of the great music that you hear on our sister station. It's magnificent. My Mix 94.3 or My Mix 94.3, whoever you're talking to. And that is the best mix of the greatest hits of the 60s and the 70s. And that, I got to start it back up. I started something and kind of put it away. I call it the Society 
for the preservation and resurrection of old school dances. Because the people of my generation, that 40 plus generation, that's the kind of music we, we, we would dance to. You know, when they start doing mosh pits and I'm floating around a mosh pit at 300 pounds and they can't hold me up, I'm done moshing, you know, but I can do the fly. Wave your hands in the air like you just don't care. That came with the fly because you're trying to swat the fly. And then last night, of course, I'm looking at the fly. It lands on Pence's head, and I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. Is he going, this is how either cold as steel this dude is because he did not try to swat the fly off his head or, and, and let it interrupt, you know, or his hair was so tight on his head if I didn't think, I think that's his hair. If I didn't think that was hair, I, I think it's a wig. You know, a really tight toupee. And he couldn't feel the fly anyhow. But that's just me thinking out loud. And then Kabbalah Harris, if she had one ounce of decency, she just said, hey, Mike, uh, there's a fly on your head. Mike, a uh, fly on your head. Mike, there's a fly on your head. I tell you what about Kamala Harris. You Last night, that was the prosecutor in her coming out. I'm telling you. Because that's what prosecutors do. I've been prosecuted. I know. All right? That's what prosecutors do. They'll look at you and they'll laugh. And they'll laugh for two reasons. Because they know they got you or they know you got them. So either way, they got to put that that smirk on, that smug smile. We'll talk with Mark Kaysen about it coming up in five minutes. <laughs> going to lean to the left with Mark Case in just a minute here. I just want to tell you real, real quick. And you've heard me talk about Jersey County fence and deck. Need a deck on that house? Come on. Need a fence around that yard? Come on. Need to restore an, an old deck you got that uh, don't necessarily need to be torn down, but it'd be nice to have some new planks in there? Come on. Very simple procedure. You go to JCFD, Jersey County fence and deck, jcfdonline.com. But the main thing I want you to do Check out the great work that they do. Let them apply that expertise, that eye for design, that hard work, labor, ethic to your house, to your deck, to your fence, screen and porch, whatever it is. And you will see how the enhancement does indeed bring up the value added on your house, whether it's for yourself or whether you're getting ready to sell, whatever the case may be. Same thing with fences. But when you're there, I want you to check out your opportunity to win a, a fire pit for your deck, for somewhere in your backyard. Fire, and this is a good fire pit. It's saying, you know, you know, little tiny thing, they throw three matches in there, a couple of sticks of incense, and all of a sudden you've got some sort of occasion going on. This is a real fire pit. You have the opportunity to win it. And by the way, if you let them know, you heard about it with Iser Smashington right here on WBGZ. You are entered two times instead of one. All right. JCFD 
Online.com. Smash Daily. Here, there, and everywhere. Because I is where you at. Smashdaily.com. The biggest buzz coming out of the vice presidential debate Wednesday night came when a fly landed on Vice President Mike Pence's head. The fly and hashtag Flygate quickly started trending as a flurry of tweets poured onto Twitter. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden trolled Pence, tweeting, Pitch in $5 to help this campaign fly and by selling a truth over flies flies water as for the fly after just over two minutes it had heard enough and even the pundits agree that the fly may have been the most interesting part of the evening there were times during the debate that i thought that the most effective uh being on that stage to go after vice president pence was that fly that landed on his head (laughs) And, uh, Arguably and, and, one of the and, most interesting things sat to happen there for in ten the minutes. There was a little fly and he flew into a store and he sh on the ceiling and he sh on the floor. On the bacon and he sh on the ham and he sh on the head of the little grocery man. The little grocery man got his little spray gun. He said he'd catch a fly before the day was done. But before he could count from one to ten, the fly had went shh upon his baldy head again. There was a little fly and he flew into a store and shh on the ceiling and shh on the floor. Shh on the bacon and shh on the ham and shh on the head of the little grocery man. The little grocery man and his little grocery wife Swore they'd catch a fly even if it meant their life So they got themselves a hand grenade and lay upon the floor And blew themselves to blazes as the fly flew out the door There was a little fly and he flew into the store And shh on the ceiling and shh on the floor Shh on the bacon and shh on the ham and shh on the head of the little grocery man now they both went up to heaven, and the angels they were made. St. Peter said to him, Mister, you will be repaid. So he got his angel's wings, and he flew up in the sky. And he swooped down like a bomber, and he shh upon the fly. There was a little fly, and he flew into the store, and shh upon the ceiling, and shh upon the floor. Shh upon the big, and shh upon the hammer, and shh on the head of the little bush man. was a little fly, and he flew into the store, and shh upon the ceiling, and shh upon the for God's sake, look, here comes a little fly. You're digging the smash with Smash Daily on the big scene. I tell you what, there's one guy left in society that does radio wearing a suit and tie, and that is Mark Gason. Are you there, sir? No, that's the truth, because I'll tell you, nobody even believes it, but you know, you can get that $5 tie at the St. Louis Suit Company, and Donald Trump used to sell the same tie for $50, but of course, he went bankrupt, and they've been there for 27 years, so what can I say? What do you... Your, your your fashion states it all. You are a haute couture without the haute and without the couture, and yet at the same time combining them so effectively to be, again, the only man, woman, or beast in radio wearing a suit and tie. 
I mean, they yeah, used and leave to... it to you to come up with a fly song like that. <laughs> I, I just remember these old folk songs and stuff, and I remembered that, and I looked it up, and there it was. So it's fantastic. So You're probably the only guy in America that found that fly song, but everybody was looking for it. Ah, <laughs> uh, let me ask you. All right, and of course, Mark handles the liberal side of things here on Smash Daily. All right. How'd you uh, take to this whole thing yesterday? Let's start with the fly. The thing I thought was either Mike Pence is cold as steel and wasn't going to let that fly start, you know, bother him, or he didn't feel the fly because his hair is so tight on his head. How did you take it, sir? Well, I, I really feel sorry for him because he, he was probably yeah. aware of the fly. Yeah. But, but he was so immersed yes. in, in, in trying to convince people that all these things that Donald Trump has said, which are clearly false, are true, that, that he just he wasn't even thinking about the fly. He was just thinking about how to get through that, that next hour. Sure. But let me ask you this, Matt, and I don't say this in the wrong way. All respect. Now, I have the same respect for Super Soul Sister coming up and, and Ed Martin coming up, but one side says... The other side lies, and and how do we determine the truth? It's almost like you can't trust the the media either. So how do we determine the truth? Well, here's well here's the answer. All right. First of all, we we are the media, so <laughs> so that's number one. Okay. Okay. And, the, and 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 so here's an example, and this is clearly a lie, and that is he's out there saying that that the air and the water under Donald Trump's administration is cleaner than at any time in the history of America. Right. Now, actually, that's sort of true. But it's not true because of Donald. It's true because under Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, and Barack Obama, those presidents came up with all these laws and regulations that protect our water and air and the funny part is, is that Donald Trump is trying to do everything to get rid of those regulations, and the courts have stopped him. So that's the truth. Well, let, but, me, so, let me throw yeah. this at you, Mark. Uh, what do you say to those who say, well, wait a minute, uh, the problem with the water in Flint, Michigan, started up way before Donald Trump? Well, I don't blame, certainly, Donald for Flint, Michigan, of course. And, and in fact, I have said for the last several years, that if Trump had any sense at all, which he has none, he would have gone to Flint, Michigan, and said, look, I'm a builder. I know how to do this. We are going to fix these pipes, and we're going to fix them now, and we're going to do the right thing by these people. And I got to tell you, there would be people in America today voting for Donald Trump because of this great work that he did to protect the pipes in, in Flint, Michigan. He's done nothing. Let me give you the option. I got nine different quotes from last night. I'm going sure. to give you four. All right. You just pick the numbers. I will click the numbers right here on the screen. And whatever the statement is, you reply to that statement. Which one you want to go with first? Uh, give me number three. All right. Uno, dos, tres. Here it is. Listen. And then I'll come to you on the backside. Here it is. The okay. American people have witnessed what is the greatest failure of any presidential administration in the history of our country. On January 28th, 
The vice president and the president were informed about the nature of this pandemic. They knew what was happening and they didn't tell you. Can you imagine if you knew on January 28th, as opposed to March 13th, what they knew, what you might have done to prepare? China is to blame for the coronavirus. And President Trump is not happy about it. He's made that very clear, made it clear again today. Quite frankly, when I look at their plan that talks about advancing testing, creating new PPE, developing a vaccine, um, it looks a little bit like plagiarism. Mark Kaysen. Yeah. This is very easy. Okay. And in fact, I'm sorry that Kamala Harris didn't say this herself. In addition to what they were told on January 28th, Mm -hmm. which they denied, and they denied it in January, in February, in March, in April. In fact, in April, you, you know they were telling all the Christians to go to church for Easter, which would have killed them. Mm-hmm. But, but here's what Joe Biden said, and this is what Kamala Harris didn't do. In the, in the USA Today, on January 27th, and anybody can go get this, he wrote an op-ed piece that explained in detail exactly what we should do to mitigate the damages from this virus. And, and all of it now is everything that, that the CDC and, and Fauci and everybody's talking about. And, and, and it's in USA Today, January 27th, Joe Biden. So I don't, it's ridiculous. Let me ask you this, man. There's some people out there who say, uh, you know, on that date in January when all this was found out and then, you know, Trump didn't act till March or whatever it was. Uh, wait a minute. If this is the first time this ever came to the United States, how would have Biden and Harris or, or Obama or any of them, if it was new to everybody, then everybody would have walked strong and or stepped wrong along the way. I mean, it was new to us all. What do you say to the guys well, who argued that? Simple answer. All right. There is a report from the United States government that was developed under the Trump administration. It's called Crimson Contagion 19, 2019, and you can find it right. You could put it in Google, and you'll find the whole thing. It's a 68-page report, and it's from the top epidemiologists in the United States, and they tell you exactly what we need to do if this comes to the United States and Joe Biden just really took it straight out of there on January 27th and Donald Trump ignored it. All right, let's go to another number. Which one? You, you've, you've taken the first one. Now you got another one. Give me number six. Six, 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 six. All right, here you go. Oh, here it comes up. This is a good one. Here we go. If the Trump administration approves a vaccine before or after the election, should Americans take it and would you take it? If the doctors tell us that we should take it, I'll be the first in line to take it. Absolutely. But if Donald Trump tells us I should t- that we should take it, I'm not taking it. Senator, please Thank you, stop President undermining Pence. confidence in a vaccine. Well, that was a pretty strong statement from her. For some reason, I didn't think Pence was ballsy enough at times, whereas she was. But I think that comes from her work as a prosecutor. Those those people got to be ballsy, don't they? Well, I, I suppose that's probably where it comes from, part to partly to some degree. Yeah. But you know that what a perfect statement. I mean, Donald J. Trump, 
who says that possibly Clorox injected into you might help you is, is going to tell us that a vaccine is safe or not. And plus, you know that the, the, the FDA has said we're not playing games with this. We're going to follow some very strict procedures. And Trump says you can't do it. We're not going to allow it. I mean, it's ridiculous. I wouldn't take anything that Donald Trump said to take. You'd have to be crazy. <laughs> that was a great line, though. I will say it stifled uh, Pence there for, for a brief moment. Let's go to another sure. number. Yeah, number two. Number two. And, oh, well, yeah, this is this is heavy. Here we go. Number two. And, uh, see, I'm, I'm, I still haven't figured out how to use these machines, but here we go. The truth and the fact <laughs> is Joe Biden has been very clear he will not raise taxes on anybody who makes less than four hundred thousand dollars a year. Repeal the Trump tax cuts, Mr. Vice President. I'm speaking. Well, wait, wait. I'm speaking. I tell you what, when she looked at him and said, "I'm speaking," all I could think of that is a prosecutor, because that's what prosecutors do. They get that step up, whether they're speaking because they know something's going to riot, or whether they're speaking because they know they've got a foothold going here. And she was tough on that man. And when he went. <laughs> Like that, it's kind of like, come on, man, grow some balls of your own, you know? That's just me thinking out loud. Yeah. Well, you know, first, uh, the the she said it the right way. I mean, she, she you know, took care of him properly. But the other thing is that the $2,000 that he claims that everybody got from this, this tax cut is absolute nonsense. And, and, and. Anybody who's out there listening right now that made fifty or seventy-five or a hundred thousand dollars last year, if you can tell me that you've got a two thousand dollar bonus from this tax cut, it's just not it's not true. It's not true. Okay. Now if you made a if if you made a billion last year, you might have got a a, a, a twenty-five thousand or two hundred and fifty thousand or but no, come on. There, there were no $2,000 bonuses. I know I didn't get one. <laughs> I know I didn't get one. But she says that uh, Joe Biden, and you notice that they, that they didn't go with the Biden-Harris ticket. She just said Joe Biden won't do this, won't, will do that. She said that Joe Biden won't hit anybody making under $400,000 with any kind of tax situation. So... How's she going to do that? I mean, that's middle America. That's where most of the money is taken because these fat cats on the other side of the $400,000, they know how to pay $750 a year in taxes when they're making millions. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this. 91 out of the top 500 companies in the United States paid zero tax last year. That's 91 out of the Fortune 500. So... There are a bunch of companies out here that aren't paying any money. Now, I understand they get benefits that supposedly come back and help us. And, look, we got to fix this tax system. And I can say it, you'll say it, and everybody will say it, and conservatives will say it, but nobody will do it. <laughs> well, that was well said, sir. Very valid point. Now, why do you think nobody will do it, Matt? They have all had plenty of time to do it. Oh, there's no question. I, I, I really don't know the answer. I, I, I don't know what they're afraid of. Yeah. Everybody knows that if you go around the United States, if you say the IRS. Yeah. I mean, that's like 
telling somebody they can have cancer. <laughs> that is about right, isn't it? I mean, you should yeah, say IRS wants, and people uh, afraid. Nobody exactly. wants them. I know. I know. I know. So let's go one more question. And keep okay, in mind. Give me the, give me, oh, you can pick one. Go okay. ahead. Well, okay. I'm going to play this one. It goes about two minutes. Well, no, I tell you, I'm going to go with this guy. I'll be interested to see what you say on this. And, and here, okay. here it goes. This is a, a good one. and made a, a very, very good point yesterday. And here we go. We are talking about an election in 27 days where last week the president of the United States took a debate stage in front of 70 million Americans and refused to condemn white supremacists. Not true. And Not true. It wasn't like he didn't have a chance he didn't do it, and then he doubled down. But I spent four days there, and I went in, I wasn't feeling so hot, and within a very short period of time, they gave me Regeneron. It's called Regeneron, and other things too, but I think this was the key, but they gave me Regeneron, and it was like unbelievable. I felt good immediately. I felt as good three days ago as I do now. You have various other uh, drugs that help a lot but these i view these and now they call them therapeutic but to me it wasn't therapeutic it just made me better okay i call that a cure it's a cure for me i walked in i didn't feel good a short 24 hours later i was feeling great i went to get out of the hospital and that's what i want for everybody i want everybody to be given the same treatment as your president because i feel great i feel like perfect so I think this was a blessing from God that I caught it. This was a well, let me ask you this. First of all, that doubled up for some reason. Anyway, let's go to the uh, condemning racism part first. Mark, what do you say to that? Because when she said he didn't double, uh, he du- didn't double down, meaning he said, uh, all right, uh, more or less, everybody hold up and I'll let you know when to move the next time. When he says, which he says every time, whether it's David Duke or, or the Proud Boys or the Boogaloo Boys or who, whichever idiotic group it is, he says, I, never, I don't know these, I never heard of them. It's just like how he never heard of Rex Tillerson and he never heard of uh, Lev Parnas and Igor who were, who were working with Rudy Giuliani. He's never heard of anybody. Anybody that's in trouble, he's never heard of. You know, i, I got to tell you, the... the he has no credibility whatsoever. The discussion about this is 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 almost foolishness because he he makes it up as he goes along. He switches stories by the minute. No, you know, the one thing I can guarantee you, he won't get five percent of the black vote. That I guarantee you. I don't know. He's got a pretty strong contingency of black voters for Trump. What do you say to those guys? Twenty-seven days. We'll talk about it, and I'll, I'll tell you right now, if he gets 4% or if he gets 6%, believe me, that's what he's going to get. Well, I'll tell you what, if he gets more than 5%, I want one of your suits. There you go. All right, you got me covered on that? You got you covered. All right, well, one last thing. This is a blessing from God. Yeah, this, that's this, a good one. It's good feeling. I no. mean, it's a, a blessing well, for I'll tell you why good. it's so good, because it came out today that this drug that he says is the cure, believe it or not, actually comes from fetal tissue. And Donald doesn't even know it. And he's been out here promoting this thing and saying, everybody needs to get this drug. But the funny thing is, 
it's it's totally counter to what he says he's against. So, you know, nothing he says makes any sense, and it never will. But I appreciate you taking the time to be on here because Mark Kaysen handles the liberal side of things, and we got Ed Martin coming in with conservative coming up, and then Super Soul Sister with the I don't give a rat's rear end side of things. So it's all <laughs> it's all covered here today. Don't even worry about it. I thank, thank you very you, much. Smash. And I will look forward to talking with you next week after that debate. All right? Because this should be something. What do you think, real quick? Mark, I got to ask you, man. Uh, sure. They, they said we're going to go virtual on the next debate, and, and then Trump says, no, I, I'm not doing uh, virtual. Yeah, I mean, would you go in the room with him? to debate him when you know he's contagious, he says he's not. How would he know what he is? Okay. Which medical school did he go to? No, no. I tell you what, man, uh, I salute you on being able to cover your points, but I would have hated to be one of your teachers with you growing up. You must have been a very <laughs> troublesome youth. That's just me. It'd be tough. <laughs> no, You're right. Uh, that's Mark Kaysen. Appreciate you being here on Smash Daily, my man. You got it, Smash. All right, bye. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> no. Five, cranking out the jams and running his route. Everybody knew he didn't play no crap. The smash. The smash. Big bad smash. Smash, smash, digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Here's a strong message for you. Get rid of that mold and mildew in the house. Here's a strong message for you. Get rid of the asbestos floating in the air in your house. You got a great house. No matter what its level of financiality is, you got a great house. Make it greater. If you can breathe better in it, get rid of the asbestos. Make it better if you ain't getting allergies off of it. Get rid of the mold and mildew. Very simple. In Wood River, there's a company. It is known as environmental or environmental, depending on what side of town you're from. Environmental Resources. I'm from Middle River Bend. 618-471-9119. 618-471-9119. You know mold and mildew ain't no good. You know asbestos is worse. You know you got to get rid of it. Get that free estimate, no obligation. You call Abram Hansen over there, family-operated business for a couple, two, three decades, 
9119. Clean up your house, clean up your life with environmental resources. Smash Daily. Here, there, and everywhere. Because I is where you at. Smashdaily.com. You gotta be a football hero to get along with the beautiful girls. You gotta be a touchdown getter, you bet. If you wanna get a baby to bet, the fact that you are rich or handsome won't get you anything in girls. You gotta be a football hero to get along with the beautiful this is my man Carl Sides on the line here. He is our NFL outsider. Carl is in the Hall of Fame on the fan side. Carl, before we even talk about football, you ever been stung by a bee? I, I'm allergic. So, yes, I've been stung by a bee. I got stung three good. three times two days ago. I got these little dot welts on my on my arm and on my back, man. Am I in trouble? No, you're not. As long as there are these little dot welts, you're yeah. fine. All right, thank if you. If they're the size of softballs, Go to the urgent care. Gotcha. I live to fight another day. How about living to fight another day? The Tennessee Titans, man. Let me just start you there and flow as you will. But what's going on with Tennessee Titans, man? Everybody's getting sick over there. They may not live to fight another day. Yeah. They're looking at NFL history on penalization. Yeah. Because 22 people now, COVID positive. Wow. Their, their, their practice facilities have been shut down for two weeks. So they decide amongst themselves to go to a high school and yeah. practice together and pop two more positive tests. Right. So now, you know, the game's in jeopardy against the Bills. There is nowhere to put that game in their schedule. Their bye week has already been filled. Yeah. So now they're talking about canceling games, which will eliminate them from the playoffs most likely. Already? And they're going to lose draft picks. This is going to be a monumental penalty that they're going to see yeah. for this. Huh. And so this started uh, in what manner? How did this COVID get into the Tennessee Titans? Through the locker room, on the field, these guys landing on each other, what? It's through the locker room, and yeah. it, it was extracurricular. It wasn't the game because, the, if you remember correctly, the Vikings didn't pop any positive tests, and that's who they played. Right. So they brought this in from outside into the locker room and just continued not following guidelines, spreading it amongst their teammates. And now once you're told that, hey, knock it off, stop doing everything you're doing, quarantine, you go out and practice at a high school football field. Terrible. That's just terrible, isn't it? They're not supposed to be oh, doing that stuff. Anyhow, the NFL says you can't do that stuff, fellas. You know? Boy, yeah, and now you're because you're, you're you're not you're jeopardizing the entire league. Yeah. Because if they were to say, hey, okay, we're going to let you play because you, you a couple negative tests, yeah. but you've got all these other people popping positives, now you're going to infect the Bills. How, and then that's gonna it's gonna be what baseball had going yeah. on. And the Bills are rolling really nicely this season, man. You don't want to mess up their their deal. Yeah, if I was the coach of the Bills, I would say we're not playing them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. Hey, how about Cam Newton? What's going on with his COVID? Um, he's 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 yeah he's he's asymptomatic. Doesn't have symptoms, and he's mm. in week two of his uh, recovery. So yeah. I would anticipate seeing him on the field not this week but next week. And making a full recovery from it, and then you know, hopefully the yeah. Patriots can uh, 
finalized on the quarterback because right now, without him, they have nobody. They have nobody. But let me ask this. How about other teams are saying, well, you know, wait a minute. Maybe that's what the doctors say. But this COVID can come back even after it's gone away. It'll come back the next day after they found there's no problem, you know. I'd be scared if I was the other team. I think that's why they tell you to to wait two weeks. Yeah. And then you have to have three negative tests Uh in a row. Uh-huh. And then they'll let you come back. Because uh-huh. um, then I would hope you're starting to show antibodies and you're, you're recovered from it. Yeah. I'm not a scientist, and I don't and, and I don't know what they're doing. Just know that I don't have it, and I don't want it. And, you know, if you get it, listen to the doctors. Well, can I say something to you? Mm-hmm. If you're not a scientist, don't expect Joe Biden to pay attention to you. <laughs> I, you know what? Slow Joe. <laughs> You, you got to be a scientist. I don't know if he'd understand my NFL reports. <laughs> or your science above his head. You blinded me with science, as the song goes. So. What <laughs> up? What else is going on? We got about two minutes, partner. What, what else have we got? Um, we'll break down the game tonight. Right. Um, we're good. looking at a Tampa Bay team rolling into Chicago, the Windy City. Yeah. But there is not a lot of weapons around Tom Brady. He is without wide receivers. He's mm. basically got Ryan Mostert. The running back that used to play in San Francisco and his buddy Gronk. Mm-hmm. So it's you know three of them, the three Stooges against the Bears. Oh, brother! Can we get this Edelman over there? Go to the Bears. Yeah. What uh, What happened with uh, Nick Foles and uh, Trubinsky? Anything? Trubinsky's been benched. Foles is the quarterback now. Really? Wow. How about? Uh, and so this is actually a match, uh, a, a rematch from the Philly New England. Super Bowl with the quarterbacks. Ah, First time Foles played against right. Brady since that that's game. Right. That's right. That's right. Let me slide you off to, to Houston, man. What, what happened with uh, their coach, man? They got rid of him for what reason? You know what? Because I think they were afraid that the, the you know, it would be like the Alamo. The fans were revolting <laughs> right. and they were coming with guns and, you yeah. know, it's better to get kick the kick the coach to the curb without getting shot. Yeah. And he, it, it, this was two years in the making. Yeah. This guy's an idiot. And, you know, he needed to go two years ago. You trade your best wide receiver, your your entire offense keyed on to the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, you should have, you should have left the building with them. Yeah, huh? Did he get in a fight with uh, with Watt? No. Okay, I, I thought he I'm got. Aware a, of. I thought he got in a locker room fight with Watt. Verbal fight. Not, he's not, not that. Fisted. I don't think he's that stupid. <laughs> I know. All right. Any one last thing in the NFL? Because you are the NFL outsider here with Smash Daily. Uh, that's all I know of right now, but I will that's keep my need. ear to the turf and right. keep it between the sides lines. Hey, so you picked that up from last week. I did. You are mm-hmm. my man. All right. Talk to you next week then. All right, brother. All right. Bye. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Touchdown! You got to be a It's going to be another great weekend to be house hunting, but you don't have to start on the outdoors. You can start indoors off your computer. Check it out. Landmark Realty. Their website is GodfreyLandmark.com. GodfreyLandmark.com. You get to that. You see all the houses that are available. You call Matt Horn over at 618-466-1513. And all of a sudden, 
Who knows? Down the line, real quick, you into the house of your dreams. 618-466-1513. Landmark Realty.